Yeah. No. Well, yeah, no, I texted you about that. I just like got up close and I started getting anxious. I'm like, holy shit, that could be Jordan's car. Because we were still a little bit down the road, down the hill. Then I'm like, it, all I see is that bright red. Yeah. Now the, and, what was that, a uh, Honda? No, it was, I think it was like a Kia Soul. No, it was, a, it was, a, it was the Honda hatchback, whatever they call it. But yeah, it, they look really similar to the, uh, to the, the, the Kias, the Souls. No, whatever. Whatever the fuck I drive, the uh, Chevy Sonic. There we go. Well, yeah, I mean, like, they have that same basic shape. Honda Fit, I, that's what it was. Yeah, oh, okay. All right, yeah. Yeah, it was a Honda Fit. Yeah, well, I got up, I'm like, oh, shit, it. That looks like that could be Jordan's car. I'm like, I'm wondering how that happened, though. I have no idea. It seems like that should be too easy you know, to place to get in a wreck. And it was just so weird. I'm like, oh, thank God it's not Jordan's car. Then stop at the stoplight. Oh, there's Jordan right there. There I was. Yeah. <laughs> What's funny is, uh, so I had a motorcyclist next to me, and Gavin's out waving out the window, and uh, he's got sunglasses on. And for some reason, I thought he was um, waving at the motorcyclist, but yeah, it was kind of funny. And then at the very last minute, I realized, oh wait, that's Gavin. Yeah, you're like, oh, oh hey, oh hey. Then it was too late. Yeah, well, at least it wasn't your car. I'm happy about that. It's like damn bright red cars. Well, shall we get started here? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Daniel's got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. Boom, boom. Okay, well, welcome back, everybody, to a brand new episode of the Movies and Brews podcast, where we talk movies and we drink some brews. Staring at me through the screen, which feels like we just did this yesterday, is Daniel. Hello, hello. (laughs) Like we did it yesterday and the day before and the day before and the day before. I think you people know where I'm going with this here. We're in a time loop. Oh, oh shit. The Movies and Brews podcast time loop. Damn Groundhog Day. Yeah. All right, but yes, today talking that new Andy Sandberg film, which I haven't seen him in a while, so that was fun. Palm Springs. Whoop. Whoop, whoop. So sit back, relax, grab a drink, and... and then grab a drink, and then grab a drink, and grab another and one. Grab a drink. And another one. And another one. And let's continue and continue and continue and continue. Okay. So, Daniel, I saw you had a beer there on the screen. What are you drinking? I got uh, an IPA from Kells Brewery. It says Irish Roots Oregon Brewed. I had an IPA by them last week. That was all right. But Gavin brought home something called the Tropical Hazy IPA, which is pretty good. I mean, it's, it's not too bad. It's not really my favorite, but it's something new, so might as well give it a shot. Sounds good. I'm drinking, so bought for the first time in a long time. Hot Valley's Citrus Mistress. Citrus Mistress. It's been a while. Oh, man, I, I missed this IPA. Classic. Mm. classic summer ipa i oh, mean all so around good. ipa but classic well didn't it not come out last year no it did, it did? it's out all the time I it's feel like the i feel like i didn't have it last year um yeah made in the shades the one that uh kind of disappeared that's right yeah anyway i still don't think i've had this in at least a year so yeah it was nice to get a little six pack of it all right so let's move on here daniel and anything going on in the movie news and rumor world well, I got a couple. One is I just popped up that 
they are saying that the Justice League Snyder Cut that's going to premiere in, on HBO Max in sometime next year is at least 215 minutes long. Whoa. That's the least, is what it says. At least. Why? So, I mean, I don't know. At that point, that's also probably like further fuels the rumors of them cutting it up into like a mini, like series. I still would, I would still set aside an entire weekend day just to watch it, though. Yeah, I like the kind of watching in one sitting. Right. So that's something that popped up. The other thing is they stopped trying to relocate Tenet. It is now just indefinitely delayed. Yeah. it's because they literally just go like okay well we want it to op- be like the big movie to get people back in theaters and now that they just don't know they just stopped putting a date on it which yeah, makes I mean, sense because they've moved it, it like three or four times now it makes sense i know it's so annoying i mean at least chris nolan movie will be the first thing we get to see in theaters again i mean that i'm looking forward to yeah but yeah oh man i know i want to go to the theater like even if it's just like a classic movie at the academy theater i just want to go sit in the theater and watch a movie like i'd love to just palm springs um i don't know if this was a theater movie that would be kind of fun but you know i'd like to go see just whatever jurassic park terminator Paul 13 gladiator something something worth the big screen something worth the big screen that i don't know man like i've been looking i've been looking for the last like several days and i'm like i don't see anything else besides those two things Oh, 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 sorry. There was also a rumor, because I don't think this is confirmed yet, that Hayden Christensen is going to be playing Anakin Skywalker again in the Kenobi series. Really? Yeah, and how I assume they're going to do this is because... Anakin or Vader? Anakin. Because I think they're going to do flashbacks to, like, the Clone Wars. Okay. So well, that probably... would be... That would be something to get some, like, yeah, because, like, Clone Wars began at the end of Attack of the Clones and then ended basically shortly after um, Revenge of the Sith. So some in-between would have been pretty awesome. Right. So, like, anybody who's just watched the live-action movies, there's really no closure or no real arc where it's like, Anakin's just kind of a loose cannon. In the second one and the third one, he's just murdering children. Mm-hmm. You know? So... Unless you watch like the Clone Wars series, you don't really get a lot of enough character development or the closure to make that all make sense. Right. But I watched the Clone Wars series and that shit's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to watch that one of these days. I don't know. It's just so long. I, yeah. I'm just saying. It's, it's worth it. I think it is. But also some of the animation from the earlier seasons looks kind of bad because it was still like a long time ago. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, it's all good. Yeah, so I thought that'd be kind of cool. Plus you guys see like some live action, probably like Kenobi and Anakin in like their Jedi armor for the Clone Wars, which that'd always cool. looks fucking cool that you never see in the movies. Yeah, that would have been awesome. Yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff that they could do with that. That kind of, to flesh out the movies, if nothing else. Yeah, I, w- uh, I wish... There was some, someone guiding Lucas through these prequels. They could have been so much more badass than they were. So much oh, more yeah. badass. They could have been. But when you got, you're the boss and you have nothing but yes men reporting to you, then it's just, uh, no one said, yeah. Yeah, you know what? I don't, I don't know. 
I think that's a good idea, George. Maybe we shouldn't do that, or maybe this or that, or yeah, maybe more of this, less of that. I don't know. If only Katzenberg stayed on. Or wait, was it him? The writer? Or who was the guy who directed Empire Strikes Back? Uh, I think he had it right. Okay. Because then he left after that. I think if they had just stayed friends and stayed like creative collaborators, that probably would have made the Return of the Jedi a little better, which I still like that movie. It's just not the best one. Mm -hmm. And then if he had collaborated with them again for the prequel series, we probably could have gotten something completely different. But that's a moot point. It is what it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, okay. So that is pretty much all I have. Well, let's move on here to a little segment we call Other Things We Saw This Week. I have been failing bad at this lately because I guess just working evenings and not wanting to watch a movie while it's bright and sunny outside. Right. <laughs> I just haven't been watch- I haven't even been watching stuff before bed lately. I've just been coming home and going straight to bed. <laughs> okay. Now, The Last Dance is on Netflix as of now. So next week, I will hopefully have watched a few episodes of that and be able to share with that with our audience next week. Yeah, I heard that's a lot. That was really good. I heard it even like my murder podcast talking about that. You're cool. like, oh yeah, this came out on Netflix. You know, it's pretty interesting. Like, even if you don't like basketball, it's still interesting. Which I can Which, see like... That's a great kind of doc. I mean, it's, it's like all those uh, chassis media docs, the racing ones. Yeah. You don't have to be into cars or racing to appreciate them. They're just good stories. Yeah, I know. And actually, while I am interested in watching that, Netflix, I think it comes out tomorrow. They have a docu, yeah, coming out on the 22nd, which is tomorrow as of recording this. There, uh, there's a docu-series called Fear City, which is about the mob's control of over New York City from like the 70s to 80s. Mm, I've been interesting. And also like the investigation of how they took down the families and regained control of the city. Real life Sopranos? Pretty much, yeah. And I'm like, oh shit, that's awesome. I'm all for something like that. So that's coming out tomorrow, which I'm definitely going to try and check out at least a few episodes. I'm not sure how long it's going to be. That'd be cool. But I'm looking forward to that one. That'd be really cool, actually. Yeah, it looks really cool. You should watch the trailer. But I'm super excited for that. So that's first on my priority list. And then I'll probably try and watch some of the Michael Jordan docuseries. But yeah, I haven't watched any movies either it's just been too nice like i don't i don't blame you yeah you'll have to we're from oregon audience you'll have to you know we don't get sunshine very often around here and it's been 80 plus degrees the last week so (laughs) we've just been out in the sun yeah but i will say i have been fine i finally have gotten around to started to watch like sex education the netflix series i've heard about asia butterfield which i'd heard about it for years well, at least for a couple years. They have two full seasons out. They're only eight episodes each, but they're 45 minutes, so it's like perfect length. But I've been watching that, and I'm like really astounded with how well it is and how funny it is. So I definitely would recommend if you haven't gotten around to checking that out, I just finally watched like the first four or five episodes at this point. So I'm most of the way through season one. I'm really enjoying it. It's definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it and you wanted well, to get around I'll, to it. I'll have to see it. I'll have to check it out. But that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on here, Daniel, and let's get into our main movie on tap this week. So today we are talking the new 
Hulu original Spring. I keep wanting to call it Spring Breakers. It's not it's Spring. It's spring Palm yeah. Springs. Yeah, written by Andy Sierra, directed by Max uh, Barbaca. Barbacow is how I think I say it. Starring Andy Sandberg, Christina Milioti, J.K. Simmons, Meredith Hagner, Camilla Mendez, Peter um, Gallagher, and few others but those are the big ones when carefree niles and reluctant maid of honor sarah have a chance encounter at a palm springs wedding things get complicated as they are unable to escape the venue themselves or each other bum, bum, bum. so daniel what were your thoughts going in and what kind of your general thoughts okay uh first i'm gonna say up top before anything else I do believe, I wish I had known less about the movie going into it. So if you've seen a little bit of it and it piqued your interest, just stop for listening and watch the movie. I think the less is, the less you know, the more it's kind of like more of a ride. So that being said, going into it, I had seen like a short trailer and I did the same thing. I didn't see the Hulu trail because that one was like two and a half minutes and that does give too much away. But I saw like a little TV spot for it. I'm like, that looks fun. Like, is going straight to Hulu. I have access to Hulu. So yeah, I'm definitely going to check that out no matter what. Um, and a new movie. We're desperate for new movies now. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm like, cool. That, that looks fun. It looks interesting. It looks like a good comedy. And my girlfriend w- wanted to watch it too. So I'm like, yeah, perfect. That's a home run right there. So, but... I was also like, it was more just like, I was kind of like, it could be, it looks more fun, but like not necessarily like a, like an amazing movie. Definitely the trailers give it more of like the comedic aspect to it or comedic tone and what I thought would be all the way through, which definitely subverted a lot of expectations I had. But I also got really excited about it when I saw Edgar Wright, who, you know, made Scott Pilgrim vs. the World and Baby Driver, two of my favorite movies ever. Um, was like this movie's actually really good and it's actually has a cool take on this like this kind of like well-trodden territory at this point so I'm like cool and watching it I was honestly shocked at how good I it actually was like it was a little it had great comedic elements to it. it had very interesting like serious elements and dark undertone to it which I just really appreciate really liked and I don't know overall I really loved the movie and really enjoyed watching it yeah, so I, I didn't even heard of this movie till just a couple of weeks ago. In fact, uh, one of our sisters in a group conversation was like, hey, check out Palm Springs, I recommend it. And I'm like, I don't even know what that is, but I'll check it out. So I watched the trailer for it, and yeah, I, I gotta say, I turned the trailer off after like 45 seconds in because I could tell they were just gonna start giving away just a ton of stuff. So I just like, nope, sold. You know, Andy Sandberg, sold. I'll watch this, and yeah, it's gonna be on Hulu, perfect. So, yeah, I was excited to watch it. Sat down to watch it, and I gotta say, this movie was horrible. Did not like it at all. Really? It was just so bad. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I actually had a lot of fun. No, this movie was it was good. It was it felt fresh, even though it's kind of a concept we've seen before. It felt very fresh. But no, no, I I had, I had a good time. Like Andy Samberg and um, what is her name, Christina. Milioti, I don't know how to say her last name. Milioti, Mil- I think is how you Miliotti. say it. Oh. 
she yeah those two together i thought were just a lot of fun i thought they had good chemistry and i didn't know till i looked her up afterwards who she i'm like why does she look so familiar she's the mother she's the mother <laughs> i know no. which i was actually very excited to see her because i had I've never, seen her nothing else the only other thing i had seen her in was when she shows up in how i met your mother and unfortunately at that point i'm like i don't care about your character because you are not the person i thought they were because that whole they fumbled the whole ninth season it's not her fault. She was just cast no. as the mother. Yep. So, but I'm like, oh, great. But going and seeing her actually in something was great. I thought yeah. she was great. Like, yeah, her and it's Andy the only Samberg, other thing I've seen her in, and I liked it. I liked her. Yeah, I thought she was like perfect casting for the role of just kind of like the what? She's the maid of honor slash the bride's girlfriend at this wedding party that just keeps happening over and over and over again. Yeah, so so going in, I thought this was going to be like Groundhog's Day, but I guess you could say from the female perspective, like it was only going to be like her in a time loop. So I was pleasantly surprised when it ended up being multiple people in the time loop. And I thought, well, that's a fun, that's a fun twist and a fun way to take things. And I like that quite a bit. But yeah, this movie just it has some great moments. Uh, again, I love um, Niles and Sarah. They were just hilarious together, and we'll get into that. Uh, good side characters, mainly J.K. Simmons. I mean so glad to see i for a second i forgot he was going to be in the movie and then all of a sudden he showed up i was like oh yes <laughs> i know you text me it's like is jk simmons like not great in everything he does because no he's he's amazing everything i've ever seen him in i've just i've loved him oh yeah matter I mean, if he's playing j joan jameson or you know a strict band teacher and whiplash i just loved him everything even as yeah. jim gordon <laughs> Dude, I know. So I was really glad. I kind of forgot he was in it until I was watching. I'm like, oh shit, that's right. Because he's one of like the side characters, or at least because the whole thing centers around essentially. It centers well. It does center around Niles and um, Sarah. Sarah, but we start out with Niles, and then like Sarah gets stuck in the time loop with Niles, and then we eventually, sh and after that, J.K. Simmons, or well, you kind of see, but once he's kind of explaining how like the time loop works to sarah he's just like and also uh roll this guy roy which i love how he gets how he becomes like roy's enemy in the movie mm -hmm. which i think is just hilarious that he just said like man i wish this day could last forever well you know roy and he gets him stuck then he's fucking pissed that he's stuck in here and he tries to kill <laughs> Niles every once in a while. Just pretty. And when they go through that sequence too of all the times he tried to kill them, that was so funny. Yeah, I, I thought they set up this movie really well though. Cause so we unlike Groundhog's, you know, Groundhog's Day, we start at day one with Bill Murray's character and watch him go through day loops. Right. Uh whereas Sandberg's character is already been in it for quite a while, we find out. And this is, you know, basically we're picking up where with Sarah, the Sarah character first getting involved in it. But yeah, we go back to the, we watch the sequence of the wedding happening, the the, the wedding day and everything like that. I right. mean, and yeah, I mean, I, I just I just thought it was, it was a lot of fun because you wonder why like you, when we first see him wearing like just board shorts and a Hawaiian shirt to the wedding, you're like, really? I know we're in Palm Springs, but come on, you're at a wedding, right? <laughs> They're drinking a beer during the ceremony, <laughs> and you're just like, wow, he does not give two shits. I mean. If anything, I think, if, you know, I was kind of the impression a lot of it had to do with this Misty being his girlfriend. Right. 
don't know. Yeah, I do. And I was like thinking that... to myself, man, if I was dating someone like her, I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not I know, and I do like anymore. <laughs> exactly, and I do love how it does start with him are been in it, having been in it for a while. Because usually, like I said, with Groundhog's Day, like you see it from the start, they get stuck. And for the moment, I mean, except for Groundhog's Day also shows like him killing himself multiple times just to see if it would stick. Yeah. <laughs> Which, so it does have a semi-dark undertone, but that movie's a lot more lighthearted. Yeah, should we have said spoiler alert ahead of time? I mean... That's you, why I, you, gave, I gave a little yeah, cause, warning. Because you, you have to know nothing going into this, I feel like. That was my one complaint about this whole thing, is after the movie, I went back and watched the trailer. They give so much away in the trailer. So much away. I'm so glad I, I turned it off after like 45 seconds because there's so much they give away. We'll, it will get into some, like, some of the good parts. But yeah, some of my favorite jokes were given away in the trailer. I'm so, yeah, I'm so glad I didn't watch it. Good, good. Yeah, see, never watch the trailer, kids. Just watch the movie. Yeah, if you think you might be interested, just watch it. Yeah, I mean, the there's literally nothing used and lose an hour and a half of on a streaming service. Come on. Yeah, but no, I okay. So one, so yeah, Niles has been stuck in there for a while, um, and I actually found that the writer on it said that they imagined Niles being stuck in the time loop for forty years. Oh. So essentially, as far as like the Rise perspective, he's been in there the equivalent of 40 years worth of repeats. That's so that's insane. why he knows every single dance move during the parties. Like he's just been stuck in there for so long. I mean, I was on the impression for a while, but man, you would think he'd start doing some research or something to get the hell out of there if, if possible. I don't know. Well, I don't know. Like it does take a special type of person. Like you do like how his personality is just like, I'm just kind of stuck here. There's nothing I can do. And I mean, you know, he, I mean, especially if you're a carefree person, what a way to live carefree. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm going to go sit in the pool for a while, have some beer. I love how he just drinks there all day long. Yeah. Because like, I'm like, like what who else? Who cares about my liver? It's going to be re- reset tomorrow. Exactly. And I do love uh, one thing that I really loved is we're not just at the wedding the entire time. No. He's figured out, I was like, yeah, no matter where I go, I end up. So sometimes I go to the wedding. Yeah, other times i go to like his house with his family out of town and i do love so one of my favorite things is like i don't know when they're coming back from vacation but not today not today and so he just gets to go to like this house hang out his other pool when he just needs to be by himself like i just thought that was hilarious and i thought it was great that we weren't just stuck in one location the entire time yeah i appreciate that like the bar stuff all the bar scenes were fun Oh, yes. There's Them so walk- many first. So, yeah. So, I mean, he eventually, you know, he and uh, Sarah, which I love how he takes her over to the window where his ex is cheating on him in the bathroom. Yeah. Kind of had their moment there. And then they go off to the beach or wherever they were out in the hills. And that's where he gets shot with the arrow. But anyway, yeah, she gets pulled into the world. And yeah, just watching her confused is so much fun too. Like when she's first like, "What's going on? What do you, What do you mean today's the wedding again? Like we had the wedding yesterday. Why don't What is going on?" And yeah. then there's that great sequence. I put this in my notes as, as some likes when he's underwater and she's chucking beer cans at him, and you see it like almost like <laughs> slow motion bullets going past him. Yeah, <laughs> I those were no, great I noticed shots. that too. I thought that was great. Like, you fucker, what'd you do to me? 
And <laughs> rightfully so, like, yeah, you don't know. And I like how he even just like, uh, hello, I told you not to come in and you came in. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> but I like it. I also think it's clever. Like, he doesn't know that she went in until she comes out pissed. And he's like, oh, yeah, because to him, he's just like, my day just reset. The same as every other day of his fucking life. It's kind of funny, too. Like, every day he wakes up, it's like, he decides, like, do I feel like nailing my girlfriend today or not? That whole sequence in the beginning was pretty funny, too. I know. I was kind of shocked. I'm like, oh, we're just watching sad, gross sex. She's like, well, I got to get going. <laughs> like, just... yeah, yeah. Like, I've been having sex with you in this exact same scenario for 40 years. So Same scenario, same room. And also with the knowledge that she's cheating on him. Right. You know, I one of my favorites is like how many times they played off of her being like, are you cheating on me? And one of my favorites is like, no, dum-dum, you're cheating on me. Wait, what? How do you what? know that? <laughs> I don't know. There's just like so many laughs, but also one of the things I wrote that I really liked about the movie is how bright the color scheme was and how bright like the color spectrum of mm-hmm. everything was just because they're in sunny california so everything's bright but the movie has a surprisingly dark undertone almost all the way through that yeah. really compliment yes. like yes. the uh that the bright like exposures and like how it's shot really like makes them stand out more mm-hmm. which right. i really like it's one of the main things why I think I really appreciate it throughout the movie. Yeah, I'm, trying, I'm looking at my list here of likes. One, one sequence I like is when he's explained to her that, like, yeah, you can you can kill us, but, you know, nothing's going to happen. It's just going to, you know, whether you fall asleep or die, you're just going to wake up tomorrow. But so anyway, when they're in the car and she's, she's like, well, I'm going to test this theory. He's leaning forward. He takes a seatbelt of life. He's like, yeah, I want to die instantly. A slow death is just the worst. And then they're about to go into the you know, semi truck. He's looking at her. He goes, "See you tomorrow." Yeah, <laughs> I know. And that's like that's what I love about this movie: like the dark comedy mixed with like the actual emotional darkness. Uh, yeah, dude, I love. He's like nothing worse than dying in the ice, slowly in the ICU. Yeah, that's that's right. You know, and I even love oh, like. I even think it's like interesting like how when they were having a bad day like him and Sarah like I think it was like when they got pulled over by like the cops mm-hmm. after they hit J.K. Simmons. <laughs> that was a great scene. And she got so pissed off and she's like I'm, f- I'm done with today and just like runs into the front of the semi truck and then boom wake up. <laughs> that was great. There, <laughs> I think one of my favorite parts was the whole sequence when she finally accepts like alright we're in this time loop might as well have some fun and it shows them just this whole sequence of them doing fun stuff like when they walk into the bar they're dancing what in the matching outfits in the matching outfits yeah (laughs) walk into the bar do their dance thing and then like give everybody the bird and then they're out of there my favorite of their little montage uh is the scene when he's like hang on there's a bomb in the cake yes a little c4 bomb that he puts it on was probably my favorite part of the at least my favorite laugh out loud moment is yeah pulls the bomb out of the cake i just love that because she's got like the hook and is wearing a ridiculous episode like 
aha, you foiled my plan. And he's like, of course, it was the maid of honor. Tale as old as time. That's just like how they played all that, that was, up. That was, yeah, no, I wrote that down as my favorite part. Like, that was just so, yeah. I was probably the part definitely laughed out loud the most at was that one. Oh, right there. for sure. That's why I wrote it down to him. Like, that was by far the funniest and part. And guess what? Glad I didn't watch the trailer because they gave it away in the trailer. Fucking dicks. If it's two and a half minutes, it's showing you the whole movie. Just, yeah. Don't watch trailer, kids. PSA. But yeah, oh man, like that. I'm trying to think of a few others. I mean, as far as I'm like, I guess this whole kind of thing is spoilers. But honestly, like how you get, how he meets up with Roy towards the end, like goes all the way to his house in Irving, I thought was an amazing moment, especially J.K. Simmons just nails it, which is like, oh, well, you know, oh, after so I, what? I said he was so funny. Yeah, and I just love how after he's like, yeah, dude, you fucking hit me with a car and I spent a long time being miserable in the ICU before I died and woke up again. That's why I haven't come to see you. And he's like, yeah, it fucking sucks. But they have that nice moment and I just love how Roy is just like, oh man, like I love this. I'm watching my kids play in the backyard. My my daughter gave me a picture that you drew of us today. He's like, it's a pretty damn good day, you know? And honestly, J.K. Simmons just pulls out that emotional, like... he No, he did. And I, I, I like that part. I'm glad he went to his house. I'm glad that we kind of had this moment with him of, like, you know, this is it. I'm just keep reliving, reliving this day and reliving this day. I don't get to watch my daughter walk down the aisle ever. And, you know, I don't get to watch him graduate college. But, you know, at least it's a damn good day. Look at my son watering poop. <laughs> yeah, watering poop. It's fucking weird, but it's beautiful. <laughs> you know? And that's, again, like, the comedy mixed with the emotional, like, in the heart. Like, this movie had heart. It had a message for the most part. Like, I just, like, really like that this movie actually was good and it actually meant something than just being a weird throwaway comedy. Oh, absolutely. Um, I'm trying to think of some other sequences that were just so much fun. Oh, this goes back to when they were doing pranks, when they put the blindfold on one of the groomsmen and have him walk into the bathroom where his girlfriend's getting on yeah. with the other guy. Oh my God, yes. I know, and it's the guy that kept hitting on her. She's like, here, wear this. Meet me in the bathroom. He's like, oh, okay, sweet. But oh, I'm trying to think. What are some other funny ones? Um, what did I put down? Oh, the plane sequence. Well, I thought that was great. They go hijack a plane or steal a plane and they're flying around having fun and take out whatever and then just crash. And then we'll oh, yeah. wake up the next day. It's like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> no, that was great. I forgot about that one. I think that's probably my uh, second biggest laugh out loud moment after the uh, bomb and the cake. I mean, there's, there's some good stuff there. I mean, I love their moment when they see the dinosaurs, which I don't know why the hell there are dinosaurs around. Well, they were tripping on shrooms at that point. Oh, okay. So that's where the di- that's when the dinosaurs totally like came in. Okay, because he's like never seen these before. But I, yeah. I did watch. I did like enjoy the, watching the relationship grow. Um, you kind of know Sarah's getting into him when she throws him that birthday party. I thought that was fun. Yeah. With all the bikers the who bar. are just, <laughs> well, I'm like, how do you even pull that off with people you've just met today, but technically hung out with a ton? Right. You know, yeah. 
I mean, I, I also, well, it gets me thinking too, like, what would I do if I just had one day like this? I mean, again, I think I would just go around town, get to know people so, so that every interaction just gets better and better with them. I don't know. I don't know. I, like there's so much potential if you're just in an endless loop. Right. And I do love how when he's like, yeah, I've had sex with like, I forgot the old, like the old biker lady in the bar. He's like, yeah, I had sex with her. She's like, was it good? He's like, surprisingly, it was great. <laughs> like that made me laugh. Like, I love it. It's like, and your dad, what? Nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but I also, oh my God, I do love when he's going through like all the people he's like had sex with while he's in this loop. And one of them is the guy that hits on him at the beginning of like each day in the pool. Yeah. So I totally thought that was when I, he first popped out of the water. I thought that was Chadwick Boseman. Uh, I didn't see that. Oh, I didn't notice. Uh, for, I didn't well, I had, a, I had a second. Like, is that, that kind of looks like no? Okay. I mean, yeah. I had to double take to take a couple of looks, but yeah, it wasn't him. But uh, yeah, I totally looked like him at first, and I, I got excited because I'm like, oh, Chadwick's in this movie. Sweet. <laughs> That wasn't him. But yeah, no, I thought that was hilarious that he just kind of reveals like that guy hits on him every morning of every day of his life, essentially, like while they're in the pool. And one day he's just like, you know what? I'll see what it's all about. <laughs> so Which I'm like, makes perfect sense. I feel like if you have endless possibilities, eventually you'll be like, yeah, all right, maybe. maybe. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. That always cracked me up. I, I love oh, that. The, that the bar, or the, yeah, the bar, the bartender was the other one too. Oh yeah. She's like jerking him off in the car. <laughs> There's some great stuff though. But yeah, I do like when she finally decides, eh, fuck it, let's sleep together when they were in the tent. I know. It was actually such an adorable moment. It was. No, it really was. <laughs> and then we find know. out, we, then we find out, I think one of my favorite parts is when he, puts the pieces together that she had slept with the groom the night before. Yeah. And when he confronts with a pillow, that was hilarious. Like, here, smell this. <laughs> I just like, what the fuck are you And they doing? start just, yeah, going at it. But yes, this was a fun, enjoyable movie. I hate it. I hated the fact that I had to watch it alone. Watching comedies alone sucks. It's always much more fun to laugh with somebody else. True. But I enjoyed myself quite a bit watching this. I mean, yeah, no complaints here. I, I, It's a good, fun movie. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's free if you have Hulu. Just watch it. It's a Just great watch time. It, yeah. There's... An hour and a half, too. It's perfect yes. for comedy. That gets a, a bumped up like an entire letter grade being in <laughs> hour and a half, and then it's over. Exactly. But yeah, I mean, I don't think I've seen Andy Sandberg in the movie because I know he's been Brooklyn Nine-Nine or whatever. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think I've seen him anything since we watched Popstar, which I'm so overdue to watch that. And this was produced by the Lonely Island. Yes. So they're like media group. So I'm like, oh, so this technically is like, you know, it's not like, it's like the first like Lonely Island produced, I guess. Like I, movie I hate that to say was it, actually... but I, to this day, still never seen Hot Rod. I need to watch that. I've only seen it once and it was in my period when I did not like Andy Samberg whatsoever. It wasn't until I started watching Brooklyn Nine-Nine that I'm like, oh, I actually can, re I really like his like comedic. Dude, I just found out when I was on IMDb earlier, he's 42 already, or about to turn 42. He does not look it. He's forever no. a child. I thought he was like 32. Yeah, he's got a young face, like, man. Jeez. Time flies, but that's awesome. Yeah. But yeah, no, so this was like the first Lonely Island movie that wasn't just like kind of a joke all the way through. Like, Popstar is pretty much like 
parody all the way through. Yeah. And so is Hot Rod. Like, it's just mostly ridiculous. It, it's but I like some how this is... great funny moments, though. But overall, again, it, you're just watching some fun characters. They get just, it, I was having this conversation with somebody the other day. It's like, a great story is definitely the key to a good movie. But I would almost take it a step further and say good characters are even more important. Because if you've got great characters to follow, and sometimes you don't even care what the plot is. For example, I mean, yeah. first I don't think it's a bad plot, but you know, you got some guy and his friend trying to put on a concert called Wayne Stock. <laughs> you know, some people are like, eh, it's kind of dumb. But you know what? If I can just follow around great characters like Wayne and Garth for an hour and a half, who cares? Exactly. Great characters make, you know, bad movies like enjoyable and i and great characters can make great movies and legendary i told i don't think there's legendary as niles or excuse me i don't think niles and sarah are as legendary as wayne and garth or even tommy and richard from tommy boy or yeah. lloyd christmas and harry <laughs> but regardless they were fun characters to follow around and it just i enjoyed myself quite a bit and yeah. I, I can't wait to rewatch this. With I want to watch it with somebody so we can laugh together, though. Oh yeah, and I mean to kind of piggyback off of that, like if you put if you replace the two leads with like two people that didn't really have very much comedic timing or any like real chemistry, this would be a completely forgettable movie. Oh, totally. No. But the fact that they nailed the two people, the two leads that had great chemistry, Sam the story Berg overall and... I thought was fun, and yeah. just following them around was great. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and I'm actually looking forward to now that I've seen her in something else other than How I Met Your Mother. I'm looking forward to seeing, what is it, Christy, Christina, something, and something, and anything else now. Yeah, for sure. All right. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's any other last, like, fun scenes. So let's talk about the very end. They end, they end up getting out of the time loop, which I didn't, that was actually probably my biggest surprise in the movie, is I didn't know they were going to actually escape it. I thought she was going to finally just accept, I'm stuck in this with you, we might as well be together kind of thing. But right. they ended up escaping it. Um, and yeah, that was kind of fun how... So what do you think happened after they, the explosion? Do you think they still woke up? Because they still went to the couple's house. Right. So I'm not sure. But I, I guess they, after the explosion, they woke up in their separate beds, came back together, and maybe thought that the time loop... But they would have known the wedding had already happened, though, so I don't know. I'm not sure. What I imagine is like... Because their whole theory was just like, if you... Ex do the explosion as like you're transported to like your new day you can quantum which, physics blah 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 bust out of this time which loop. I, I do like how she uh used the goat as a bait or not bait as a guinea pig yeah it's just like oh uh I, the goat's not there anymore so he escaped somehow he's somewhere but right. it was it was pretty funny when they're just in the pool and the family gets home what the hell are you doing in our pool oh i guess they get back on november 10th which also a hilarious way to end yeah um but one thing that i was it wasn't until the post credit scene that i was super pissed i'm like after that nice fucking moment with roy and niles about him like saying like oh yeah i'm never gonna see my daughter grow up never gonna go see these moments that they don't text and be like hey we found a way out let's get out well all together well no but, but they, he's, he says he got a call from the girl Right, right. But I'm just saying, like, it wasn't until, like, that little post credit scene or uh, like, credit scene that I was just like, oh, thank God, because I was going to be really well, they, upset. Well, they technically didn't know if they had a way out. So I guess they, why kill him? 
potentially if they don't have to. I don't know. Right. I don't know. Because they went into, and I do love that moment when she's finally admits, I love you too. And then they kiss, they start getting closer to the thing, then poof. Anyway, good oh. moment. <laughs> it was awesome. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Fun movie. Definitely recommend it. Check out Palm Springs, stream it on Hulu. Worth it. Yeah. Hour and a half. Good date movie. Worth it. Yeah. For sure. All right. Well, let's wrap it up here, Daniel. And uh, I know you got to get going here. Uh, where can people find us? You can find us online, Instagram, and Twitter, movies underscore Bruce. Let us know what you thought of Palm Springs. Loved it. Hated it. Needed more mother. Needed more like Andy Samberg from Brooklyn Nine. Let us know. Let us know. All right. Well, hey, everybody. I hope you're doing well out there during all this COVID stuff. Thanks for downloading the podcast and thanks for sharing it with friends. It helps the numbers grow. And um, yeah, if you're on iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Let's definitely help the show. And we'll talk to you next week on Movies and Brews. Cheers. 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 And we're clear.